0: You're listening to WTSN, and this is Fleet News Pulse. This cycle on the Pulse. The TSN has lost a valued and beloved comrade, Commander Aramond. His friends and colleagues have come together to celebrate his life. We hear stories, song, and interviews from those who knew him best. His legacy will clearly ring throughout the stars for years to come. And now this remembrance. All this,
1: on the Pulse. I've known Aramond mostly through the academy. And I remember when I went to him about my exams, I was a junior instructor for quite some time. And I said, I'd like to take my engineering exam, please, but I'm not sure if I should take science first, just to see how difficult the questions are before I tackle my main. And he replied honestly, I was kind of hoping you'd take all of the exams soon because I want to make you a full instructor. And that spoke to me because uh, he had never said anything about that to me before. To me, what it said is he wanted me to take the exams, but at my own pace when I felt ready. So yeah, he wasn't pressuring me or anything. Now that he's gone, I kind of feel similarly inspired. I want to carry on the academy and help new people cadets especially, but almost even more importantly than I know that Aramun would want me to is that I, feel, I don't feel like I have to. I do it because I want to and not because someone is pressuring me or anything. That's kind of important.
2: I'll be playing it real close to my chest. We don't want to have to make torpedoes if we don't have to.
3: Ah, I didn't know you were that coy, Yuri.
0: They were at 20. 1%. Convert three homing. You get one. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm here with Gthork Yadim, a bartender who served Armand multiple times through his service in the TSN. I understand that you are a friend of Armand? Oh, uh. Acquaintance? No? Then... Oh. Oh! Oh, I see. I see. That must have been an intense confrontation <laughs> we all know that he loved to come into the bar with his crewmates and have a drink tell me did he always have that huge wrench that we keep hearing about <laughs> of course <laughs> you don't what it... Excuse me? Sally, please tell me this translator is fine. It's fine? Okay. My goodness, well, that was quite a tale, and you're sure Armand wouldn't mind you telling this to all of our listeners throughout the entire Navy? Well said. Well said. Um, thank you for... Well, that was uh, Ms. Gaudim talking about her friendship with the commander. Okay, okay. Thank you. Okay,
4: Oh. oh, goodness, okay. Besides the COs and acting COs I've ever had the privilege to be posted under, Aramond was instrumental in how I patterned my own command style and how I carried myself not only as a senior officer, but as a person. The highest compliment he ever unknowingly paid me was at a point when tempers were running a bit hot. I tried to remind everyone of the importance of civility and take things down a notch. Aramond said something to the effect of, Leave it to Donovan to be the voice of reason. Little did he know that my words were inspired by the person that he was. Aramond earned my respect without trying, because he himself was a role model. He was a friend who wouldn't judge and would support me when my causes were righteous or when he had the same opinion, or at least he didn't have an opinion that strongly opposed mine, and that I always knew that he'd be in my corner, and I his. Every so often there's a TSN officer that doesn't quite fit the mold. Usually this changes over time as they become more fluent in orders and general protocols. Ramond and I shared an appreciation for officers that might be defined as on the fringe. We both felt that they keep things fresh, offer different perspectives, and they can be a personal enjoyment, especially when the CO gets them. However, occasionally an officer comes along who becomes disruptive no matter how much effort you make. Let me just say that in my experience, there's only been one who approached my tolerance level. On one shift, my last nerve had been danced on, and Aramond in his unique way dealt with it so deftly that I was literally in awe. I reached out to him and let him know how impressed I was, and commented about how I wasn't sure if I could have handled it so diplomatically. Aramon's response was, If I'm going to be the champion of inclusiveness that I keep styling myself as, it's important to at least pretend to be patient. It was clear he made a conscious effort to be the man he aspired to be. And he'll continue to be my role model. Can you
3: say that out loud, friendlies on the screen? Yes, you should. Bring Let me up go
2: over
5: there. there. Let me go over there. Let me do it. Give me a firing solution. Take Yuri off the lead. Yes, Horizon. You are authorized to lead with the EMP. Thank God.
3: Alright, get ready.
2: <laughs> you always like a weapons officer who really enjoys his job. <laughs>
0: Alright, fire EMP once is that a nuke? Yes, it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boom. Alright, we have multiple ships that are missing. Alright,
4: let's let Viper Horizon saber have when your run
5: starts, Viper will follow.
4: Oh, okay. Since the ship Ready. only has 13 go, go for Echo Run. Take it. There we set. go. There
3: they go.
2: Bye bye. Boom.
3: I think All we're right, done we have, with
2: the run. Uh, three ships Your <laughs> ship only has one front shield. The last day I spoke to Armand, I told him that no matter who was in command, he was always my captain. I wasn't able to articulate at the time what it was about his brand of leadership that bonded me to him. Now I can. I've come to the realization that my favorite thing about Armand was that he was an endless font of support. When thinking about what to say today, my thoughts would always land on how he inspired extreme loyalty in myself and other crew members. How he listened to us, embraced our humor, trusted us when we took initiative, and didn't give up on us when we failed. The core of each of these aspects is supportiveness. He was dedicated to his crew, in public and in private. I've been no stranger to conflict and controversy in this community. I know my name's been mentioned more than once in unfavorable halls behind the scenes, and I know Aramond was my ardent defender in those halls. He made me feel valued. I knew he wanted me on his ship, and I knew he respected me for what I brought to the table. That was the gift he gave me time and again over these past three years. I could count on a clumsy carpenter's hand the number of places I really feel wanted. and Losing Aramond feels like I've lost one of those few places. Truly, it was a blessing to have served with him. It's said that all good things must come to an end. I just wish this one could have gone on a while longer. Correction. Stick to Omega One. Copy. One of them, Victor 64 does not have... Uh, has anti-mine... anti torp. You launched all your homings and... Stalker, this is Horizon. Horizon, Stalker, go ahead. What's
5: the order? We are in your area. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: that was beautiful. Oh, I love it.
5: I first served together with Lieutenant Junior Eric Aramond on the bridge of TSN Finks during the Unakalhai insurgency, stardate 2116 about six months after I started active service. Before that, I knew him only as the distant Psycom officer of the flagship. Eric Aramond cared deeply about everyone in the TSN. He wanted each officer to have the best experience possible and get the most out of their time here. He showed that officially with his dedication to the training program, but more than that, he paid attention to anyone with an idea or a need, and he advocated for them. He made friends with people and worked tirelessly to change things around to ensure everyone could have a good time. That extended to off-duty too, with his irrepressible laugh, his hard drinking of Hjordan Ale, his continually threatened attitude adjustments with an improbably large wrench and his patented declaration of wonder or frustration stars around. Despite all his contributions, he refused to consider promotion to captain. The one thing he did not want was HQ and division command responsibilities that would take him away from time on the bridge with his crew. I'd like to read from an old log of mine on Stardate 16416-2237. Our newest lieutenant commander, Eric Aramond, was completely flabbergasted. It obviously came as a total shock, but it was a very popular appointment and well-deserved. He is full of energy and competence and a determination to do more with whatever we have. He really leads by example of what a good officer should be. In the words of our oath, he never followed fear and he never enabled an injustice. He was the TSN.
0: Man, Aramond. Uh I haven't served with him for a while. This is this is more luck. I haven't served with him for a while. And um, but I will never forget serving with him. Uh I usually heard him laughing or yelling over the both. Over the comms uh while I was trying to find a firing solution or something. Uh trying to save someone or something he was so caring but the thing i will really remember about him was well i was from let's i mean humans might call it like the eastern part of the spiral arm and he really loved the the western part and uh you know every time i tried to tell him that the east side was just so much better he would always counter with the West, and we would just be going back and forth, and it could go on for a while. <laughs> it was, uh, especially after a tough mission. It was a great way to let off steam, and he—he's um, he's a good—he—he was a good guy. And that's rare in this world. In this universe. That's rare. And I'm really glad that I was able to to know him even though I wasn't able to convince him that, you know, East Side was better. (laughs)
2: Goodbye. (laughs) Those those were not shocks. (laughs) What were those were what, homings? Yeah. Okay. I did not anticipate a kill shot with that.
0: (laughs) I love Horizon.
2: (laughs) I deserve my bloodthirsty reputation.
1: (laughs) No arguments there.
3: Armand was one of my earliest crewmates and friends in the TSN. He was um, the helmsman on the Raven while I was the weapons officer. And um, he was a hell of a stick man for sure. He could maneuver a dreadnought like a light cruiser. I mean, you know, with a little help from engineering, but but he could do it. He could uh, move any machine like the hand of God was on it. But beyond that, He was a good friend. He was an amazing officer because he was an amazing human being. He always had a sense of optimism. He could always believe in the best outcome no matter what the situation was. (laughs) And uh, he's the kind of guy that could make you laugh and uh, laugh right along with you especially if he had a couple of uh, Arvonian ales in him. Um, I'm going to miss him. And uh, the TSN lost a great man.
0: And that's all we have for this cycle. Thanks to everyone who was listening. Armon's friends, loved ones, and compatriots. And thank you to the following officers who shared their thoughts and stories with us. In order of appearance, Tivian, Donovan, Matzian, Morlock, Yui, and Ryder. And thank you to Ziff and Yui for the wonderful sound clips. And now, let's all raise a glass. You've been listening to WTSN, the Fleet. Oh, oh, the wait, 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 wait. That Keep, keep rolling, keep rolling. Oh, sorry for
2: my going
4: out. <laughs>
2: and all the, the sweethearts that e'er i had, would wish me one more day
3: to stay. But since it falls unto my lot, then No Duty officer, I'm going to hand over to you to dismiss.
2: There, good, good sir. sir.
3: Officers of the Terran Stellar Navy, 2nd Space Fleet, 4th Light Division, you are hereby dismissed.
2: Good flying, everyone.
0: The Fleet News Service is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.